to Disorderly Dogs, the podcast for dog owners. If you find yourself in precarious predicaments with your dog, this podcast is for you. I'm Rachel Harris. I'm a certified professional dog trainer, and I hope to give you a fresh outlook on your dog's behavior and practical dog training advice. everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Disorderly Dogs, the podcast. If you are new, welcome. I am so happy that you are here. My name is Rachel R. Harris, and as it says in the intro, I'm a certified professional dog trainer, and I love connecting wonderful dog owners with quality dog training information. So if you need dog training help, you have come to the right place. Guys, I am super excited to share my conversation with the wonderful ladies from Smart Bitch Dog Training in today's episode where we talk all about precarious curious predicaments that we find ourselves in with our dogs. Um, But before we jump into today's episode, guys, if you haven't caught the last few episodes, there's some really good ones. We talk about how to find a dog walker. We talk about breed myths. So if you are not caught up, go ahead and listen to those. And if you have not already subscribed to this podcast, you may want to do yourself a favor and do that. I've got some awesome episodes coming at you in the future. And I'm really excited because I'm going to start sharing some case studies. So some of my wonderful clients are going to join me on this podcast, and we're going to talk about what we did together and how they're doing with their dogs now. So yeah, if you haven't already clicked subscribed, this would be a good time so you don't miss out on any of those future episodes. Um, And for all those wonderful people out there, I know you're listening. If you own a reactive dog, your dog can be reactive to dogs, people, in Waylon's case, deer, bikes, skateboards. I have a really awesome reactive dog blog that I'm going to start in January. So if you want to be privy to the reactive dog blog, you should head over to my website and be sure to join my email list so that you don't miss out on any of those. I'm also going to do some special podcasts just for reactive dog owners that I'm only going to release to my email list. So if you want access to some of those tips and tricks for reactive dogs, be sure to get onto my email list. Um, I hope that you all have had a wonderful holiday season. By the time you hear this episode, Christmas will have already happened. It's crazy. Um, I am really spoiled. My whole family lives where I am. My husband's family lives here. So our holidays are very warm and family filled. And we're very lucky because the dogs get to come with us wherever we are. So Merry Christmas. Happy holidays wherever you guys are. I hope that you had a really great holiday. And I hope that you are looking forward to 2020 as much as I am. So without further ado, um, The wonderful ladies from Smart Bitch Modern Dog Training are in um, New Orleans, Louisiana, and I felt that they were especially qualified to talk precarious predicaments with me today. Um, So Smart Bitch Modern Dog Training is made up of two fabulous trainers, um, Taylor Barconi and Giovanni Elkade. I hope I pronounced their last names right. Ladies, I'm so sorry if I butchered those. But um, they joined me and it's such a fabulous conversation and it's really quite hilarious. I will warn you, there is quite a bit of profanity in there. You know that I like to use profanity and these wonderful ladies do too. So if you have a kid, this may be not the episode to listen to (laughs) in front of them. So please enjoy this episode. And guys, please be sure to tag us over on the Instagram. Take a screenshot of this episode. 
us know what you liked about it. And as always, if you like this episode, please do me a favor, share it with your friends who have dogs because I think that we can help them. And I want to make everyone's life easier with dogs. So if you would do me this big favor and share it with your friends, I would really appreciate it. If you have been a longtime listener and you have not left a review yet, guys, I would really appreciate it. The more reviews this podcast gets, the higher it shows in the rankings and the more dog owners we can reach. So enjoy this episode, you guys. I know that CBD has kind of made a huge splash in the dog world. And, you know, with good reason, CBD can go a long way in aiding your pet's anxiety, physical pain. And, you know, while CBD is huge, there's also a lot of not so good CBD on the market. But the ladies over at VetCS have analyzed and tested all of their products to make sure that it's the highest quality and caliber for your pets. The ladies over at VetCS not only make CBD for dogs, but they also make cat and horse products too. If you'd like to learn more about CBD for your dog, you can check out VetCS.com and you can use code DisorderlyDogs for 10% off your first purchase. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Disorderly Dogs, the podcast. I am so excited to have the smart bitches, modern dog trainers with me today. Yes, there's not just one, there's two. <laughs> yes. Okay, so ladies, um, will you just say your name so the listeners know who is speaking? Okay. Okay, I'll go first. Um, hi, guys. My name is Taylor Barconi. Um, I'm a certified professional dog trainer, the letters and all that good stuff. Um, yeah, that's me. Yeah, so yeah. I'm Giovanni Alcade, but I go by Gio. I'm also CPDCKA, mm-hmm. um, and we are Smart yeah. Bitch Modern Dog, dog training. training. So yeah. Yes. Oh my God. And guys, yeah. I'm so excited because I asked these lovely ladies to be with me today because I wanted to talk about preca- precarious predicaments, right? Yeah. When those oh shit moments, right? Because yeah. it's inevitable. It happens to all of us, whether you're a dog professional or you're just a lovely dog pet parent. Mm-hmm. Oh shit moments happen. So we're going to yes. talk about a lot of those. We're going to talk about real life scenarios. And we're going to talk about emotional scenarios. And our yes. goal is just to give you really easy, tangible steps to take to make your life easier. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, so let's talk about um, some oh shit moments. So let's talk about if your dog gets away from you and starts running. Okay. And I know this happens to a lot of people who like have recently rescued dogs and they're uh-huh. trying really hard to be cautious and sometimes mm-hmm. shit just hits the fan. Okay. So yeah. yes. Okay. So I think that we could definitely start by touching on the fact that chasing the dog is not going to be never, never a good idea. <laughs> no, no. And there's so many reasons for that. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it could be because the dog's fearful yeah. or it could be that it's a freaking game, yes. you know, either way, you do not want to be the reason why the dog is running away from you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so ch- definitely chasing is not the answer. Do not chase right. your dog, right. um, which everyone's like, okay, but then what the crap do I do? Right. Yeah. So, um, dogs running away from you, you know, whatever the reason, oh, well, you know, okay. So your dog ran away for the number one thing is, and this is going to be the hardest thing in the world. Don't panic. <laughs> Seriously, you guys, I know it sounds hard, but don't do it because it's only uh-huh. going to make your life harder. I exactly. mean, it happens to everybody, even the best of trainers, mm-hmm. some the dogs, they will get away. They're dogs. Mm-hmm. It's what they do. And sometimes life just crap. Right. So um, instead of r- some of the options that we do that we would advise our clients mm-hmm. is instead of immediately thinking that chasing is a good idea, 
go inside if, if you're, you're close to home. if you're close to home mm-hmm. and find yourself the crinkliest, noisiest, stinkiest bag of whatever you can find, whether uh-huh. it's Doritos, the freaking canister of cheese puffs, uh-huh. um, and bring it out, you know, yes. because you're gonna have to go get this dog. And yes. what they're doing right now is way more interesting than you in this moment, mm-hmm. you know? So, to put it in perspective, let's say the dog is running away. Okay, calm down immediately. Look to see what direction they go into. Go inside, grab that really loud bag of food. I, in the past, because I had a bolter, um, I got my takeouts. <laughs> it was Chinese takeout. Takeout, yeah, Chinese <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm getting my takeout. And I made noise with that, and it worked. So get that. And like we said, don't chase, but if you see them, you can slowly just mark this follow where they are. You're not really, act, like, act kind of like nonchalant. I'm just following, I'm not really chasing you. Play and it cool, wait, for sure. Yeah, play it cool, yes. Be chill. And wait for that opportune moment where they are actually, okay, you know what? Hmm. They really sniffing that one bush. That one bush You're in like, my neighbor's okay, yard. Yeah. Yes, and then when you can try to corner them, but this is a really important moment. When a dog feels cornered, they may choose Bleak. to vote. So if you can get help, get help as well. Yep. But try to get them in the corner and then pick them up and then go inside. Picking them up is probably a good thing. Or if you have a leash, grab your leash before you leave as well. So those are really good tips to help in that oh shit moment. But the important thing is not just on the map, just run and chase towards them. That's not going to work. Okay? For sure. Um, obviously, obviously understanding your dog, too. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, this, You know, it yeah. seems silly, but... If your dog is prone to bolting and you know this, you should definitely set aside time to practicing some recall. Mm-hmm. Um, this is so vital. Um, we often, it's funny, uh, we saw this from another trainer. I honestly can't off the top of my head name who, but they named, who, do you oh, know who? Oh, oh shit. Oh shit. Oh no, we named oh shit. Did we name it oh shit? Well, okay. okay. So we yeah. have. <laughs> I don't know. We have an emergency recall. We named so we have shit. two different recalls and, and we have one that's literally for those oh shit moments where you're, where you are likely to want to cuss out your dog. You know, we get it. Be human. God damn it. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> but then you cue it and your dog is like, yeah, all right, I'm coming back. Um, but in the moments that it doesn't work, you know, not panicking, uh-huh. finding something that is extremely enticing to them. And you have to have something. We actually just had a client recently who said that she has a bolter. And she was like, okay, I'll just go after my dog. I say, what do you have with you? Oh, I just... Herself. That's not good enough. <laughs> no. For if sure. Not, um, if not food, then a squeaky ball, a toy yeah, toys. that makes sounds. Oh, they love that squeaky ball. Bring that. Bring it all. We also know that there's a lot of dogs who enjoy car rides. So instead of chasing your dog, go jump in your car. But hey, go for a ride. Get in the car. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. For sure. Right. Well, and I think that something else that could be super helpful is yeah. like, Seriously, having an individual party with yourself and really being like, like you can get your takeout bag and shake it and make it feel like, oh, I'm doing this. And so I will be honest. I have dramatically fallen to the ground and kicked my legs in the air to get a dog's attention. That dog, she lives with me, y'all. My own dog, okay? (laughs) sometimes you know you got to get really creative to get those dogs to come back to you but Jill I think you bring up a really good point about these trained behaviors that we can be teaching that can make all of this so much easier you guys so you know my listeners have heard me preach on this before but always have food reinforce often and train a recall right Yeah. Yes. 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 Never, yeah. And never stop. Ne- it doesn't matter if you have the world's best dog. Mm-hmm. Seriously, never stop reinforcing recall yes. ever. 
Because your dog can choose when the hell they want to be a dog whenever in their life. I think we all have this, but I think we all have a segment where we do recall every single day with our own dogs. Even our dogs who are well-trained. Every single day we are strengthening the skill because we know how bad we need the skill. Honestly, you should treat it almost like a privilege. Yeah. Like, thank you for coming to me instead of doing what you want to do. So Mm -hmm. always reward it because Mm -hmm. if you do, you're so far more likely to get your dog to listen to you in those Mm -hmm. crazy moments. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So good. Okay. So, um, let's talk about loose dogs charging at us when we're walking our own leash dogs. This has happened to me. Yes. Okay. So I know that city, I'm sure city life for you guys, you've just been in ridiculous scenarios like this. Okay. So Gio, tell us, tell us Mm -hmm. about this. Okay. So, I had this interesting moment mm. where I was walking. I own a Doberman, okay? And as you already know, people are already alerted to breeds like this. What you guys really don't know about Dobermans is that they're total lushes. Mm-hmm. They're just the biggest babies. Mm-hmm. I literally got one because I realized that they were just the biggest lovers ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, I mean, you can, you can see him in the frame. He just keeps leaning on me. <laughs> um, so I want to make sure that anytime I'm out with him, mm-hmm. that if there is these instances where that are scary, mm-hmm. that it's not my dog, mm-hmm. you know? And I, it was one of those days where this dog literally was charging us. Now, this dog was actually, he, his intent was to charge and attack. And so I also had my small dog with me, but he was in a backpack. I carry him. Um, and I was like, okay, I'm about to have to, like, fight a dog. <laughs> but fortunately, I actually ended up having um, a whistle on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I blew the whistle and it's and it actually it scared the dog that was was running up on us mm-hmm. um, a, enough so that the mother had the opportunity to grab her dog before anything happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a very scary moment. Um, I'll have to say that having a plan in mind is really what saves us in that like honestly, there's too many people out there who are walking their dogs thinking that nothing bad is ever gonna happen to them. Mm-hmm. And I really think that it's only in your best interest if you feel like something bad could happen Mm -hmm. every time you walk outside the door and I know that sounds bad like it's like kind of a crappy way to feel like you need to live your life yeah but like dude that's life like and and especially if you're a woman like what the hell nobody Mm -hmm. walks out the front door thinking oh today's just gonna be perfect everyone's gonna be super nice to me right um yeah I know and being prepared is so much easier it's the way to go yeah um so I'll definitely say like that helped a lot Mm If I didn't have those tools, I will say remaining calm mm-hmm. is your number one. Look, I actually have a story for that. Yeah. yeah. Go, go ahead. So um, my instance was I was um, playing with my dogs in the um, local kids park. It's a baseball park. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, it's a baseball park. And we were just, we were out playing off leash for a little bit. Um, my dogs have been trained for a while. I let them off leash a little bit, but not too much. I remember um, we were finishing playing. I put them on leash. I look up to my left. I see across the field a stray dog. It was a big old stray dog. My two dogs, one of my dogs was reactive. So I was like, oh crap, here we go. So I immediately put them on leash. I had them kind of stationed near me. And I watched this dog. He was pacing. He wanted to get into the park. But what I did beforehand, I actually closed all the gates to the park so no one would disturb us. And I was like, wow, if I didn't do that, he would have just ran up on us. And the good thing is that I had treats. So I already knew, okay, if he comes to me, I want to throw treats towards him so he can be distracted. Because it seemed like he just wanted my food. He was hungry. He's a stray dog. I actually called, um, I I didn't call the cops. I called my uh, my neighbor and told him about it. But I was like, look, I'm going to throw treats that way. But I stay calm. And I just kind of calmly walk my dogs out very slowly. And I end up getting to my car, no issues. So 
really looking at my environment beforehand really helped me in the long run. Closing the gates, making sure no other dogs can get in, and just being vigilant. Yes, I let my dogs off leash, but I realized, you know what? Mm, I'm happy I had my long lines and actually it's really close to me just in case something happens. And something did happen that day. So I'm very cautious. And again, we live in a city, so it's hard to take those kind of privileges in the city. So I'm like, you know right. what? Mm, let me just uh, stay calm and make sure I have everything that I need. So, yes. But, yeah, um, well, and, and being aware of your environment, right? Mm-hmm. Like watching yeah, things yeah, and, uh-huh. you know, being ready to use cars and yes. fences and mm-hmm. other, you know, physical barriers to your advantage, I think would be really, really helpful. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Gio, you mentioned the whistle and, you know, and in my experience, honestly, yelling at dogs charging us has also worked. It is not oh, my yeah, favorite. Yeah, yeah. I do not yeah. love to yell at dogs, but you guys, like, you're responsible for your dog. So yeah. sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. And, you you're know. responsible for your safety. Yeah. You know, think about yourself. Mm-hmm. We all love our dogs, but you cannot help them if you're the one getting hurt. Yes. Yeah, yes, for exactly. sure. For sure. But, you know, I think that something that's going to ring true for everything we talk about is remaining as calm as you possibly can. Yeah. You know? Right. Fake it. Yeah. Fake it. Right. Yes. Well, and like I was in a scenario recently. I was out walking three dogs. We're doing a neighborhood walk. We're on a route we don't normally go on. And I saw three um, giant dogs in a yard come charging at the fence. And mm-hmm. they got the fence door open. And all three of these dogs got to us. Okay. Oh. And you guys, I almost it was terrifying, but mm-hmm. But I remained calm. Thankfully, all three dogs in my care are very friendly. And honestly, there. all the dogs sniffed. And then the other three dogs just walk. Oh, that's, that's you beautiful. know, so like not all yeah. scenarios are going to go that way. But I think that mm-hmm. me remaining calm definitely helped to fuse mm-hmm. some of the tensions in those scenarios, you know? Yes. So yeah. I think don't that assume you should, that it's going to be bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And I think you should be prepared. I think the whistle is a brilliant idea. They make mm-hmm. products that mm-hmm. spray sh- shield, citronella yeah, spray uh, that you yeah. can carry if you want to feel more empowered. Yeah. And you guys, you know, like, Obviously, these are oh shit moments, but you know, if you need to put your leg out and kick a dog away and mm-hmm. prevent the dog from attacking your dog or attacking yes. you, like those are things Body you just got to be prepared to do, yes. right? And obviously, you know, try and keep your hands to yourself because fingers yes. are very valuable. But yes. you know, if you got to use your foot, if you got to kick a dog away, it just is what it is. So yeah. I think you know, just having those things in mind as contingencies can just make it so much easier. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I actually yeah. just remember another point. Um, we were talking about loose dogs, but most times um, it's loose dogs with owners. So off-leash dogs who approach you on the outside. That actually happened to me recently. And I remember, my again, my, my reactive dog, we are minding our business. We are doing a good job training. All of a sudden, three dogs came up on us as well. I mm-hmm. um, started charging towards us. And, my, and they were like, oh, is your dogs friendly? No, they're not no. friendly. <laughs> yes. I not friendly no. they are friendly but no you don't even know yeah. that and like oh we're so sorry they yelled and the dogs did come back to them so being proactive and using your voice with other people communicate with each other do if not you can. be shy yeah. yell at them no yeah for sure and i think you know that brings up a really good point about like I, there's so many reactive dog owners and yeah you yes. need to be prepared to mm-hmm. yell at people 
you yeah. need to pray yes. to prayer to be in uncomfortable situations because mm-hmm. that uncomfortable situation could prevent a situation from escalating to something that could do damage to people and to dogs. Yeah. You exactly. also you also can't assume that these people are gonna make the right choice. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes it's gonna be really awkward talking to these people. Yeah. But like seriously, suck it up. Because mm-hmm. like your dog needs you to talk to them. Your dog needs you to tell them, you know, if you got a large dog, if you got a great Dane who's got a thing about Yorkies. You better tell that Yorkie owner that's on a retractable to please lock their retractable because your your great date's not having it. And I know that's it's weird and you feel bad, but at the same time, it's like you know what's worse: an altercation, a fight. Uh huh. People yeah, look sure. as weird because we say leave it. Like, oh crap! I'm the it. Yes, you're the it. <laughs> you're the it. Leave yeah. it. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um. I think let's talk about if it goes south, there's a fight. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yes. Okay. This, this and I know that you ladies are super experienced in this, right? Like, right. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah very right. much so. Sounds bad. <laughs> it does sound bad. Right. Right. But yeah, also, yeah. here we are. Okay. Yes. So, okay. So, so first and foremost, a fight breaks out. What is your first go-to? Um, honestly, our first go to, to be honest, is our whistle. We keep mentioning the Fox 40 whistle. We like to go on like a chain of things. Okay, we're going to try a whistle. That doesn't work. One second later, we go for our spray shield. Um, we actually no. heard it from, from a client that spray shield did not work. So another thing I like to go for, um, if this never happens, but if there's a hose nearby, I'm going to use that hose. Water. Water. Water I pressure. I have used a hose hurt. to break up a yeah, fight. It's Water very pressure. effective if you happen to be there. Yes. <laughs> If you don't have a hose, we like to go for um, finding anything we can use to put in between the dog. That be the trash can, some kind of barrier-like object that will prevent them from getting to each other again. If I have to wedge it between their mouths, that sounds bad. But I would do that, and I will not, what I won't do is put my hands in there. It's hard to people. No. I try my best to find an object to be an extension of my hands to put into that dog fight to stop the dogs from fighting. That could be, um, it could be anything, a a trash can. It could be some kind of a piece of wood you see. It can be a cardboard box. It doesn't matter. If there's nothing near you, your uh, option was to um, pull out the tail or pull out the legs. The only thing I'm going to say about that is that what I'm nervous about is redirected aggression. I don't want people to go in and grab their legs when dogs stop what they're doing, turn around and bite, bite you. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen that happen, but it's to me it's a possibility. So definitely yeah, find something. So like the biggest thing, and I, obviously we're like so heavy on prevention. We'll talk about it in a minute, uh-huh. but I, it's it's really important to have a little bit basic knowledge about um, dogs mm-hmm. and and just knowing like if you if you're watching this before it happens with mm-hmm. body language and stuff like that, but if Shit hits the fan. Here's the number one thing you need to know about dogs. When there is a dog fight, you do not exist. Nope. Okay. And and they don't they don't bite you. It could even be your dog biting you. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's it could be the other dog biting you. It's they don't do it out of malice. They're not thinking. It's just self-defense or it's yeah. just a fight. That's it. They just became animals in this moment. It's like uh-huh. two lions going at it. Well, even better, it's like two people in a bar drunk having a fight. They're not yeah. if you they're not a single reason. It's the same, same thing. thing. So they're not hearing you. So it's, a, it's always to remember, okay, this is an animal with teeth. 
who can do, who do serious harm to me, I'm going to make sure I don't put my fingers in there and I'm going to use whatever I can to stop it. Yeah. If that's a trash can, keep bringing the trash cans. It'll be a trash yeah, can. Yeah, so, yeah. and like, and really, this is another one. Being very conscious of your environment. Yeah. The th so here's the interesting thing about dog fights. Um, time goes really fast and really slow at the same, same time. time. Yes. You yeah. are hitting, it's adrenaline. You're, you know, you really, you have to know what you're going to do or at least have an, a general idea. So most dogs have suspicions about garbage cans and if you're walking your dog chances are you're gonna pass at least for us mm -hmm. you're going to pass a driveway that probably has a trash can there probably empty um throw that bitch <laughs> <laughs> yes yes <laughs> you're not gonna hurt Seriously. them you Seriously. know if you can't try it as much as possible mm -hmm. and this is the hard one the you know yelling Yelling is interesting. You can escalate an issue, but you can also alert people to helping you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So in these moments, if you need to make some noise, do it, mm -hmm. but have a purpose behind it. Because mm -hmm. if you're just yelling at the dogs while they're fighting, you're not necessarily, I don't know if you're really doing anything in these moments, but you may actually be able to tell someone like in a house across from you, like, I need yeah. help. I need help. Yeah. You know, these dogs are fighting. Yes. Um, and that actually happened to us a few months ago. Um, a lady... We were training a dog in a client's backyard, minding our business. All of a sudden, we hear this screaming. Oh it's gosh. like a wail. And I'll never forget this lady screaming. We thought maybe she was playing thought, with somebody. I thought she was getting attacked by bees. Right. Like, I thought she was a lady getting attacked by bees, but then, it never stopped. And then it turned into, oh, no. I was like, oh, my God, what's happening? We ran out, and it was it was this giant dog attacking this small Yorkie. Had him by his neck, and he was shaking him. And by the time we got there, the dog let go. But if she wasn't yelling, no one would have came to Nobody her. Nobody would have helped. Her dog would have died. We would we wouldn't have heard it. So we saw it, we saw it happen. We rushed the owner. We didn't know her. And the dog into our car and we rushed him to the, the car to the um, ER. And this dog, this it's kind of graphic, but his neck was tore open. Um and it the dog easily could have passed away easily. But because she yelled in those moments, the entire neighborhood came outside and helped her mm -hmm. and they separated it. And everything is actually okay. Shaq left a really nice review for us. Yeah, on it was Google. great. Yeah, thank you. Thank <laughs> we you. We didn't do this for thank you, review, but thank, thank you. you. But um, it was a very, it probably was the scariest instance of a fight happening so near. And she did yell and help did come to her. So the more hands you have, the safer it can be. Yeah. So yell, ask for help. Because if you can't find anything, you can't stop it, then yes, ask for help. Okay? It's also a really good moment. Like, look, fights are embarrassing. You're going to be embarrassed. You're also probably going to be, if you're a woman or a man, I don't care who you are. You mm -hmm. love your animal. You're freaking crying. Mm -hmm. So like, you're crying. You're out dogs getting bit is scary mm -hmm. um it's fine but you, you got to work through it okay mm -hmm. like you got to stop this fight you also need to be prepared to do what needs to happen after that fight mm -hmm. um oftentimes yes. we see fights a lot of dog fights are full of shit mm -hmm. um you know there's a lot of noise but yeah. none of them actually latch yeah um you want to do a thorough body check. Yes. Make sure, you know, you're looking at the ears, the mouths, underneath the belly even. Yes. Look at the tail. Anything yeah. that's going to be likely to get bitten. Mm -hmm. um, if you have something available, wipe them down with like a towel. See if there's any blood, especially on black dogs. Mm -hmm. You don't see blood very well. Mm -hmm. um, and if there is, in fact, an injury, um, you need to go to the nearest vet. Mm -hmm. it, that's in your best interest to just run your dog to the vet because it may not seem severe, but if your dog does in fact have a puncture, yes. then it could fester into an infection it, and abscess. Lord, you know, then yeah, for sure. but um, these yeah. are all really things to be very mindful of mm -hmm. these oh shit moments, kind mm -hmm. of having that plan. Like, how are you going to defend your dog and yourself? Mm -hmm. And then what the fuck are you going to do after it's done? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, and yeah, that's, that's really 
yeah. yeah. At least have a first aid kit handy in your home. Oh, hell yeah. Have it in your car. We have, I have a, we carry a pet um, CPR, not CPR, first aid kit in our car mm -hmm. whenever we go to um, anybody's home just in case something happens. Nothing has happened, but we know what, how it looks when something does happen. So always be prepared. Have something available. Um, look into CPR classes near you. Some organizations, they carry dogs, pet CPR classes. Some Our local SPCA does it sometimes. Take a class. Get interested yeah. in it. You may want to know that one day. You may you know? never use it, but I will say uh, the more knowledge, the more empowering it is. Yeah. Um, you're much more likely to react appropriately if mm -hmm. you feel like you're able to handle the situation. Exactly. Instead yeah, of just standing sure. there crying. You know? yeah. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, yeah. it's so much better to be prepared. Okay, so um, let's talk about precarious predicaments that aren't as severe, but let's talk mm -hmm. about Let's talk about reactive dogs. Reactive dogs yes. who are are over threshold, meaning they are Tasmanian deviling at the end of the leash. They are barking. Yes. They are losing. They're losing their ability to cope. Right. And it, it, yes, exactly. Yeah. It just happens. It is okay. Right. Yeah. So, so I think let's touch on prevention for that first, and then let's talk yeah. about what to do when shit just hits the fan. So here at Smart Bitch, we have we have worked with reactive dogs or dogs who act in certain ways for a long time. We actually own two reactive dogs. Yep. And the first thing we're going to tell you is management is key. Now, management comes in many different forms, and it depends on the type of reactivity. Reactivity just means that the dog is reacting or acting in a way excited or borderline aggressive, fear, all unfavorable. Kind of stuff, unfavorable behavior, right? Yep. So let's say you have a dog who acts, who reacts while on walks towards strangers or other dogs. The first thing I'm, I'm going to tell you in terms of management is to only walk that dog doing low traffic times of day. Do not go outside and walk your dog when you know the entire neighborhood is walking that dog. You know your neighborhood. Don't fight a battle that you're not ready to take yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Try to walk early in the morning or maybe late at night. Ladies, don't be out late at night. Try to do early in the morning. Be careful. If you are around the city, carry mace for humans as well. <laughs> yes. But, um, try yes. to... <laughs> Try to walk your dog at low traffic times. If you feel uncomfortable walking in your neighborhood, which is fair. Again, guys, we are from New Orleans, and there are some questionable neighborhoods over here. So we we don't walk our dogs at night, ever. Um, so if we do have to walk our dogs, and let's say it's always busy, we're going to drive our dogs somewhere and walk them. Yeah, we're going yeah, to get very cool. very creative with enrichment indoors I as think well. You mm -hmm. need to take the time to identify what your dog's triggers are. Yes. And what I mean by that is what in particular sets your dog off. Mm -hmm. um, it's really important to know that we know that reactivity is extremely stressful, yeah. whether it's your dog or another person's dog. It's okay if you're not actively going or paying for a trainer. We understand um, that training can be expensive, especially when you're dealing with you know the long haul. Reactivity is something that typically takes some time to try to fix. Mm -hmm. um, however, you can still be extremely conscious of <laughs> What triggers your dog? Yes. Uh -huh. um, so whether it is other animals, you know, is it other dogs? And if it is other dogs, then maybe you shouldn't be walking your dog in neighborhoods where yes. there are other dogs. Yes. Um, or if it's people, mm -hmm. you know, okay, so maybe you shouldn't be walking your dog near high traffic areas mm -hmm. where people hang out. Is yes. it children? Then you need to get the farthest away from the elementary school that's yeah. getting let out at four o'clock. Yes. Um, yes. It's really important yes. to know these things. Mm -hmm. Um and really be conscious of what you are capable of handling. Yes. Um, honestly, guys, if you have a reactive dog and that shit gives you so much anxiety, mm -hmm. 
don't walk your freaking dog in yeah. public like that. Mm-hmm. Like, there are that plenty easy of other after. options. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There's so many things that you can do. There's so many options. Mm-hmm. Um, whether you're taking them out to a freaking field mm-hmm. or like, you know how many times I just put my dog in a car and we just go drive? Mm-hmm. Like mental stimulation can be great. It mm-hmm. comes in so many different forms. We talk about sniffaris all the time. Oh my Our God. walks yes. are actually my walks are not that long. Um, we keep it very short. We keep it to my house, maybe my neighbor's house, maybe the third house. My dogs love it. They get to sniff wherever they want to go sniff. And they they tend to hang out around my house. They don't want to go too far. That's mental enrichment for them. So get really creative. Learn about enrichment. Enrichment is what is what drives dogs. It really makes them um, more satisfied with their lives. So you don't have to go on two-mile, four-mile walks to get your dogs to be satisfied. And you know? also, don't feel obligated. Don't feel like your dog is lacking. Like, just mm-hmm. because you got a dog doesn't mean you have to just walk. Like, some people get dogs, and they're like, I get a dog. I have to walk it. And be like, no, what your dog needs is a healthy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And if that doesn't, just understand that if a dog is reactive, that is not a happy dog. Mm-hmm. So by eliminating these stressful moments, mm-hmm. you're keeping a healthier brain. Mm-hmm. You're keeping yourself healthier. Let's mm-hmm. be honest. Nobody likes to be in a state of stress. Mm-hmm. Um, so find alternatives. Mm-hmm. If walking, you know, if you don't know what to do, find a different thing to do. It's mm-hmm. that simple. Mm-hmm. And it can be, like I said, throw them in a car, go for a drive, mm-hmm. go to freaking McDonald's, yeah. you know, um, yeah. Or you spoil them. Get on mm-hmm. Amazon. Spend countless money on <laughs> toys. My dog is moving my computer. Yeah. <laughs> um, another another thing I like to say is to if you have a reactive dog, make sure you know what motivates your reactive dog. Yes. Um, it can be toys. It can be food. Um, we know how powerful food is with training. We're trainers. We know this, but we really want you guys to understand that. Knowing what drives your dog's insane. If is it tuna? Is it wet food? Have that. Have the peanut butter on you if you know you're going to be out in public. Even our dogs who are well trained, guys, we still bring out treats. You look at us like we're crazy, but I, you, I never know. Life happens. I can train for 10 years, and life will still happen, and I can't be prepared for everything. So having the treats, having something you know your dog loves. My dog, Sashi, I have a tennis ball cannon, okay? She's borderline obsessed about it. However... I know that's her highest reward. It works. <laughs> so if we're going somewhere, you know, I have that tennis ball cannon. I look like a fool, but it works. I have it on me. Yes, have her sure. face your dog. You know. Um, other things that can help reactive dogs. Mm-hmm. I hope that this is a given, but if it's not, mm-hmm. if you have a reactive dog, you have no business using a retractable leash. Yes. Um, retractable leashes aren't really good for training, anyways, mm-hmm. unless it's like they're going potty. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not against it if it's just like a leisurely stroll, mm-hmm. it, like on a hike where there's no one around. Yeah. But if you have a reactive dog, you you need as much control as possible. Mm-hmm. The other thing that can help, and this actually goes back to us living in a very um, tumultuous city. <laughs> um, people are always drunk in New Orleans. We love this city. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Um, However, people, they love the dogs too much. And they don't understand when they're drunk Mm -hmm. that a dog giving them these signals, they're not going to catch it. Mm -hmm. So if you have a reactive dog, sometimes it's as simple as putting a vest on them that says do not pet. Um, Because I love that um, proactive strategy. Do not pet. Do not approach nervous. We saw one that said F off. Yeah, we saw one that said fuck off. I loved it. You know, Um, if it's effective, then use it. 
Exactly. Yeah, I love to say, and this is my favorite thing, and like like we say it all the time, that your dog wearing a vest, people will inherently look at it and mm -hmm. they will assume that it's a service animal. Yeah. It's not a service animal, but it made them hesitate. Yes. You know, it made them think about even looking your dog in the eye. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that in and of itself mm -hmm. helps your reactivity tremendously because yeah. now your dog doesn't feel like they're tiptoeing around their triggers mm -hmm. or the people that, you know, if they're triggered by people. Uh huh. We've been talking a lot about walks, but reactivity sometimes happens in the home, happens in the home as well. Mm -hmm. So let's say you have a dog that doesn't react favorably towards company and guests. Well, don't have this dog don't around guests. Around guests. Yeah. Have yeah. baby gates, have a crate, have a room where you know your dog is comfortable. Typically, if that dog reacts towards guests, then they're probably happier by being put in their favorite space, be it that crate, be it their room with their favorite Kong. They're probably happier in there. Do not try to force your dog into guests because you feel as if they should like the guests. Doesn't matter. If you yeah. know it's a problem, manage it as best you can. Do not make it worse, okay? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and what it really boils right. down to is don't put your dog in situations in which you know that they're going to lose it, right? Yeah, exactly. Do your yeah, best. Exactly. Do your best. Yeah. Okay, so we uh -huh. always do our best. Sometimes mm -hmm. shit happens. Yes, yes. you're if having you, an active moment. Yeah, right? So if that is happening, moment. right, my mm -hmm. first go-to is always how can I get the dog out of the situation the quickest I possibly can? Yes. Yeah. So, for one thing, um, obviously, I hope that you have given yourself enough space mm -hmm. to move your ass. But yeah. if you're in a tight quarters, what you need to do is walk your hands up that leash and move. Mm -hmm. Your number one thing that you need to do is create some freaking distance. Mm -hmm. Now, we're not advocates for yanking or pulling on the leash by any means. Mm -hmm. However, when you're having a moment, a reactive moment, sometimes you need to do what you need to do to get your dog to just move, okay? Mm -hmm. yeah. Especially, yeah. like I said, again, in this city, it's they're not forgiving. Mm -hmm. Some people will jump at the chance to accuse your dog of scratching or biting them. Mm -hmm. Lord, now you have a lawsuit. Mm -hmm. So the oh, best yeah. thing that you can do oh, is move yeah. your ass, okay? Mm -hmm. Grab your dog and let's go. Mm -hmm. They're gonna bark, they're gonna yell, they're gonna do their thing, mm -hmm. but I promise you, the first thing you need to do is create some freaking distance. Mm -hmm. You need to get away from that trigger. Mm -hmm. And if that trigger can. is following, yes, yes, as fast as you can, um, get away, keep going. If it has to be 20 feet, then go 40, mm -hmm. um, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but move it. Um, and then when you're at a nice, safe, comfortable distance, then you may try to calm them down. Mm -hmm. But if you cannot calm them down, then your job is to either get back to your car or get back to your house. That's mm -hmm. it. It is. Is over. Right. A boy. Go home. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah. When we see dogs um, with um, a-hole trainers who are, uh, <laughs> yes. who are out clearly over, over threshold, really stressed out, that's not training. The dog is not learning in those moments. Get out of it. You're probably not going to be able to calm him down when he's reacting like that. So just get out of the situation move as best you can there are certain cues you can learn as well to help your dog out um we highly recommend finding a nice professional positive train like us to help yeah. you out but as something called a u-turn we love teaching dogs u-turn really teach them turn teach to turn away from whatever's going on and moving away and running away quickly mm -hmm. um you can turn around and start running the opposite way you're like whoa why is mom running i don't know but i'm gonna follow her yes follow yes. me yes keep following yes. if you have treats on you Put the treats to your dog's nose, lure them away, and run. Yes, if you have exactly, to. exactly. Yes. And spend time mm -hmm. training these skills yes. so that you're when you are the dog is not over threshold, right? Yeah. Uh -huh. Doing this yeah. stuff when the dog is like happy go lucky, so that when these oh shit moments happen, you yeah. have mm -hmm. your contingency, right? And 
it could be you so too. much less stressful for you and for yeah. the dog, right? Like yeah. if you just have that plan in place. So being yes. proactive and having these trained yeah. strategies is always yes. going to make your life so much easier. Yeah. So fall back on them for sure. Yeah. Like definitely fall back. Yeah. Like use it too. We find so many people who, um, they, they know some of this training, whether it's not our favorite type of training um, or good training, um, um, whether, you know, either one, they never had the opportunity to actually put it into practice. Uh -huh. So we're not saying go seek out and, you know, don't go seek out opportunities where your dog's going to have a meltdown. Mm -hmm. If your dog's having a meltdown, that's not a trainable moment. You need to understand what is trainable and what is not trainable. Mm -hmm. So yeah. you don't need to yell or scream or hit them or that all of this is coming from an emotional place. Understand that your dog is really stressed out mm -hmm. and you just need to help them. Yeah. Um, but, but what you also need to do is take that training. If you are in fact paying for a trainer, um, or you just kind of know, like you kind of have a general idea of what to do, like go fucking do it, mm -hmm. go try it at a hundred feet away from a trigger and mm -hmm. see, can my dog, you turn a hundred feet away from my trigger. Can my dog, you know, leave it 20 yes. feet from a trigger. If you've never tried in these not needed moments, then when you do need it, you'll it never know. It to will use not it. work. I yeah. think another point we should bring up with prevention is having the proper equipment on these dogs. Yes. Um, please have a properly fitted, fitted collar, fitted harness, harness, have an appropriate leash. Too often we see dogs walk all the time with uh, a flat collar, yes, which is okay, but the collar looks like a necklace. I mean, this dog can shake out of this. We've seen dogs shake out of collars, shake out of harnesses. People have told us, oh, my dog can get out of his harness. Okay, well, why are you letting Not you good. Yeah. the harness exactly like Get a new harness, please. Make yeah. it fit. Because if they can get out, that's a, that's a chance your dog can get away from you. Never go in public if your dog can get away from you that easily. If you have a harness, um, you got a reactive dog, mm -hmm. I'll tell you, a harness with a handle on it can go a long freaking way. Yes. So, um, or having, we personally, we like using double-handled leashes yeah. um, that are padded. Mm -hmm. You know, it's great. So, like, if I got to move, I'm like, yep, I got you. Let's go. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So, there's Pull, so many hang on, run. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. There's so many things that you can do. Obviously, the training, being prepared, having your dog outfitted with the proper equipment. Mm -hmm. um, but if you are having that oh shit moment, just move your ass. Yes, yeah. get out. Get of out. There. Just get out. Mm -hmm. Just go. Go home. Go pour yourself a glass of wine and do better the next day. <laughs> yes. Yeah, for sure. Okay, and I think that that's a really good transition into dealing with our own shit, right? Ooh. Dealing yes. with our own emotions, and yes. you know. We are, in a lot of ways, the more intelligent species. Not a lot other ways, but some ways, right? And <laughs> we have the power, we have the power to choose our attitudes and choose yes. how we handle all situations. And yes. I think that, you know, precarious predicaments, we cannot forget our own, right? Because yes, I think a lot of this is our own emotional battles, right? It's yes. our own emotional yes. battles. And you know, I know that none of us are immune to some of the, like the frustration and embarrassment and overwhelm, but I want, um, you know, we wanted to give you coping strategies for your dog, but I think it's also important to touch on how you can cope with some of these situations. So I think first and foremost, one, you just need to brace yourself for the inevit inevitability of you're going to find yourself in a situation where you're embarrassed, frustrated, or overwhelmed. It yes. just is what it is. It's dogs across the board, puppies, old dogs, aggressive that dogs, reactive dogs, like it's going to happen, right? Yeah. But you need to choose in that moment to take a deep breath and do what's best for the dog and mm -hmm. not overreact. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Absolutely. I think we have both as trainers and as dog owners, we have adopted a, um, I'm going to curse, um, a kind of fucking attitude. Yeah. Um, I'm a this person. Yeah. So thinking of, oh, maybe they're judging me for uh, my dog, how the way they're acting. You can't really worry about that because at the end of the day, no one knows your dog like you do. And no one knows about dogs as much as you do, especially your neighbors, probably. I also love mm-hmm. to make the disclaimer. First things first, you, uh, Rachel, you actually mentioned this recently on your Instagram that you just said, let go of the dog that you want. Or, yes. You know, something like that. Like, yeah. you need to accept the dog you have. Mm-hmm. Um, you love them. You chose them. You yeah. have them now. Mm-hmm. Um, and and quit comparing them to other dogs. Yeah. Seriously, so that guy across the street with their dog who acts like an angel, what you don't know is that dog might be eating through their drywall. You yeah. know, that dog may have right. severe separation anxiety. You're, mm-hmm. There's things that you're not seeing. Yeah. So just because your dog had a fucking meltdown, mm-hmm. it is not the end of the world. Mm-hmm. But it's okay to be embarrassed. I loved, like, look, y'all, as trainers, I don't want to speak for all trainers here, but I think we all are probably the most conscious people when it comes to our dogs. And Overthink. like overthinking everything <laughs> constantly. Yeah. So we're here with you. You know, we have those moments too, even as professionals. Yes. Like my dog still, sometimes he sees my neighbor and it's like, blah. And I'm like, fuck, you know, like, great. <laughs> <laughs> what can you do? Like, I'm sorry. I'll make you some cupcakes. I'm yeah. sorry. You know, yeah. and just yeah. move on. Do what you, grab the dog and go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's okay. Deal with it. You know, drink some wine if that's in, what you do. <laughs> in terms of your attitude though, when things are not happening. As trainers, we like to practice having a very happy, good lucky attitude. We always say, good boy, good job. We, yeah. we sound really silly, right? Doing really stupid stuff. We put ourselves in these joyful moods and we practice saying these joyful words because it affects our mood. Mm-hmm. It makes us yes. become happier in moments. If we go into walking or training our dogs kind of strict and stern, already frustrated, the battle's already lost. So it's important to practice, you know what? chill taylor it's only i'm training a dog we have things happen i'm going to be happy because i'm happy to be with you if something happens something happens but like geo said if something does happen or her neighbor's like you know what oh well oops yes and and I (laughs) it boils down to checking our own selves and putting things in perspective you know like our dogs are never, ever trying to embarrass us, frustrate no. us, make us yes. look bad. That's never their intentions. Dogs are more often than not having a hard time. They're having exactly. a hard time. And it is yes. our obligation as their owners to uh-huh. alleviate that. You know what exactly. I mean? So I think mm-hmm. a lot of it is taking a deep breath and getting over our, ourselves. You got to get yes. over yourself. It's not about yeah. you in that moment. It is about the mm-hmm. dog. And you need to step mm-hmm. up and just be an advocate for them, you know, and it's not always easy, but mm-hmm. I think that profanity and laughter have definitely been my recipe. Yes. For success. Yes. You need a sense, you need a sense yes. of humor. Look, here's oh, a, have to be able to laugh it off. You have to. So if a dog gets away from you, we always say, if even if you're pissed and you're a cussing your dog out. Cuss them out happily. Yes. Yes. <laughs> You, know, you asshole! You better get over here. You know, <laughs> sounds funny. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you really do have to have a sense of humor. Um, yeah. I love to say Powerline here. This little guy who you're yeah. seeing, um, he's the world's worst walker. I mean, this dog, <laughs> this dog is so bad at leash walking. We've been on it for months, and he just he's so easily overstimulated. Do you know how fucking embarrassing that is as a dog trainer? <laughs> right. You know. Right. Right. Yeah. right. Yeah. But, but, um, he, this is the thing you really, 
when you're having these internal moments, you really need to also circle back and recognize what great things your dog is good at, exactly. man. Like, yes. like, and why? Like, look how much work you've put into this dog. Freaking All mama. these freaking, yeah, my dog was in, in a movie. freaking movie. Right. He can't walk for shit, but he was in a movie. So, <laughs> so like, yes. about it. like yes. it's okay to be embarrassed, but also be very proud of you raising this little shit. You know, yes. <laughs> you're um, doing yeah. Yes. And you, focus, your uh, energy deserves to go to your wins. Okay. Yes, yes, and yes, your energy yes, does not deserve to be depleted by yes. small things that happen. Exactly. Right? Don't waste mm-hmm. the energy there, you guys. Take a deep breath, laugh mm-hmm. it off, and just move on. Move on. Just move, move on. on. That's yeah. all you can do because your dog is going to do that. So follow yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's no I sense have. in hanging on to this emotional baggage that isn't serving you. Right, because mm-hmm. it's just going to weigh you down, and that's going to further compromise your relationship with your dog, and that is not at all the point. <laughs> Man, not at all some, the point. Get on the internet mm-hmm. and like look up some of the other stuff that these people's dogs are doing. The shit is hilarious. You are not alone. <laughs> You're not alone in the sense that yeah. these profe- we are professionals. Oh, we are also Sashi. having these problems. Oh my god, my dog Sashi. Um, her reactivity is very scary because she sounds like a banshee when she. <gasps> that's how she barks. <laughs> it's, like, it's the most. It's I used to be so embarrassed. I just laugh. Because <laughs> uh, people walk by. Ah! I'm like, okay, you can't do that. But at the same time, it's hilarious. It's, it's funny. Like, <laughs> it's like an alarm. So find joy in it, guys. Their dogs, you know, life is fleeting. So it, it doesn't matter. Your dog could also be really boring. There's yes. that. You yeah. Know? Right. For sure. For sure. For sure. And ultimately, right, ultimately, <laughs> these dogs are giving us an insanely good stories to share. And yes. they're shaping us into much better versions of ourselves that we would have been exactly. otherwise, right? So That's there's a lot to be celebrated in that. Yes. So ready for oh, my God. This Ladies, this has been yes. such an amazing conversation. Okay, so if yeah. people want to connect with you, where can uh-huh. they find you? Okay, so Instagram is our big go-to. If you look up, they're amazing. At Smart- you guys follow them. Follow them. <laughs> thank, you, thank, you. At, thank you so much. Look up at Smart Bitch um, Dog Training on Facebook. It is um, Smart Bitch Modern Dog Training. Instagram was being a hater, so it wouldn't let us put modern in there. So we have to put Smart Bitch Dog Training. Um, YouTube again, Smart Bitch Modern Dog Training. Look up, look up that. But Instagram is our biggest handler right now. Um, we update our story all the time. Every day. Um, we give a lot of advice about how we deal with like real life situations. Our training isn't like the most like it's really awesome, of course. But you'll see us mess up and laugh at ourselves, and you'll see the dog mess up, and you see the parent like not caring. We coach, we coach a lot of people on how to deal with certain things like this. Um, we our biggest thing is prevention, 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 and also drilling people. Okay, well, we taught you this. Can you do leave it by yourself? Let's see it. Oh, guys. I love Flip. it. You guys are empowering owners yeah. to train their dogs, and it is a beautiful yeah. thing. Yeah. Nice. Okay. And, guys, I will include links to all of that in the show notes so that you can very easily find the Smart Bitches Modern Dog Training. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Thank you so much, you guys. This has been so much fun. Thank you so Thank much. You. See you guys. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you'd like to learn more about us, please check us out on Instagram at a good feeling underscore in co. You can also find us on Facebook at a good feeling dog training, as well as our website, agfdogtraining.com.